0: They say this is a big rich town I just come from the poorest part Bright light city life, I gotta make it This is where it goes down I just happen to come up hard Legal or illegal, baby, I gotta make it I never
1: took a straight path nowhere Life's full of twists and turns, bumps and bruises, I live, I learn I'm from that city full of yellow cabs and skyscrapers. It's hard to get a start in these parts without paper Homie, I grew up in hell, a block away from heaven That corner a 15 minutes, and move a 7 Pure snow, bag it, then watch it go Occupational no options, get some blow and some
2: hose. Hey, what's up? This is Gary A. Swaby And you're now listening to The Powercast uh, I believe it's episode 27 or 28 But we will be recapping uh season five episode seven of power today so um i'm here with mr richard bailey jr how you doing rich
1: doing good gary what's up listeners and viewers
2: what's up indeed and i'm also here with miss dana abercrombie how you doing dana
0: hey i'm back i'm alive yay
2: cool yeah so uh this was a very interesting episode And, um, you know, after this episode, we only have three episodes left. So I think, you know, we're we're really beginning to build towards whatever's coming, you know, the big plot twist, whatever it is at the end of the season. It seems like they're they're setting up quite a a few things in this episode. Uh, But let's just, you know, talk through some of the things that happened. Um, So, I mean, first of all, I just want to acknowledge the the uh you know the the, the very power like dual sex scene that happened at like the, the start of the show, you know, there was a double sex scene essentially, which was, you know, um I was wondering when we were gonna get some of that again because it seems like there hadn't been too much recently, but but yeah, um just wanted to acknowledge that before we get into the story stuff. Um so let, let's start off with Tommy first of all. Um, so, you know, Tommy's progression throughout this episode is is very heavily tied to Teresi and what's going on with him. Um, obviously, we see Mok and Sax putting um, pressure on Teresi to try and get dirt on Angela. So they want, you know, Teresi to get t- Tommy to talk about Angela and stuff like that. Uh, and I guess Teresi tries to gain Tommy's trust a little bit. Uh, he invites him out to to punish this guy, I guess, who owns money. Uh, you know, it's him and Sammy and uh, Tommy who go to do that. And they torture him, basically. I think they end up killing him, too. But um, we don't actually, like, see him die or anything. Uh, and then uh, later on in the episode, we see Teresi invite Tommy back to, you know, to, to have uh, some food with him and his wife. Ah, uh, his wife earlier, of course, saw his conversation with with ah uh, with ah uh, Sachs and ah uh, uh, John Mock. So she uh, and she actually gave him the advice that he should, you know, he shouldn't try to uh, lock up his son and and snitch on him, because when she's gone, you know, there's going to be no one to take care of him. Now we it doesn't seem like Teresi takes this advice on board because he still continues to to try and set up Tommy throughout the episode. But there is an interesting scene where they're they're dining together and then Tommy's mother shows up. And you know, that's very interesting. Um, so yeah, I mean, what would you guys think about what was going on with Tommy? There was also a few interesting scenes with Angela. Um, and one thing I want to say is like, how does he keep managing to like break into her apartment, break into her car? Like, is he a master thief or something? Like what, what's going on here? But um, yeah, what do you guys think of what's going on with Tommy in this episode? Go ahead, Rich.
1: Well, first off, to answer that question of why Tommy is able to constantly break in, uh, I think it's obviously because uh, Angela doesn't believe in having an alarm, whether it's in in her uh, in her apartment or in her car. Apparently, because he gets in very easily, so uh, it must be what's going on with that. But um. As for Tommy, yeah, he was a major focal point of this episode. Uh, I do think it's very interesting that uh, Connie does know that Tommy is Teresi's son and planted that seed that, you know, you should definitely, you know, keep him around because I won't always be here. So I think that that is introducing that. There is going to be a situation later where, I mean, I I know we saw the scene where Teresi – pretty much is telling them about what's going on with Ghost. But I still think it's going to come a point where he's going to have to make a decision. Uh, And I will also add that Sammy, you know, because Sammy is in on this plan with Teresi to take down Tommy. Uh, I really do think when we got that scene a couple episodes ago where Teresi had to either kill Tommy or Sammy, I do think that that is essentially going to happen uh, again because – if Teresi does change his mind on Tommy, I mean, Sammy is not going to be with that because I'm pretty sure Sammy is still angry that Tommy got him out of business with the Italians. So I do think that that situation is going to come to a head at some point in time, because even though Teresi, it would appear as though he is completely going to go against Tommy looks as though to me, he wants to go after ghosts, but Tommy is tied to that also. But I think, as the episodes continue, he may still, because he may think that Connie has a point, And then it's always possible that Connie could, could die before the season is over. And then at that point, that will put more pressure on Teresi to really think about what she said in regards to his son. So we'll have to see how that play that plays out. As for the, the dinner, the interruption of his mother, I think we figured sooner or later that this was going to happen because uh we you know that she she dislikes Tony, um, and she kept saying that you need to stay away from him. He's a bad influence. So I was surprised that she was able to find where he lives and was able to come there, but I guess they had to have that at some point in time. They had to have that confrontation. So um, I do think that the mother may find out some information and may try to say something to the police about Teresi. Because, I, I mean, there's no way that that, that that the way that that whole conversation went down, there's no way that that's just going to end. She's probably going to try to do something to take him down. But we have to wait and see how that plays out. But uh, overall, yeah, there's a lot going on with Tommy in this episode. i also add that, yes, he did get back with uh, Lala, uh, a.k.a. Keisha. Um, and they also had a love scene. Very, very toned down from the last one that we saw. So I guess Carmelo Anthony maybe he had some complaints and they took that to heart. But uh, yeah, I find it interesting how he does get back with Keisha, but yet it, this this is a bad situation because there's a lot going on with Tommy. Keisha obviously didn't want to get involved in any of this other stuff, but she is walking right into that now that she is back in a relationship with him. Uh, it's not looking good for any for for, for either one of them. But um, still. I'm glad to see what they did with Tommy in this episode. Uh, they presented this whole thing with Teresi, so I'm very curious to see how they handle this moving forward because it can go in multiple ways. He either can turn on Tommy as originally planned or he can say, okay, you know what, I will try to keep Tommy around. But it's going to be interesting to see which path they ultimately take. But, yeah, that's that's my thoughts on Tommy in this episode.
2: Cool. What do you think, Dana?
0: This episode was very much a a odd bonding father and son experience uh, just through violence and torture. Um, It's nice to see that Tommy, you know, has someone that he feels that he can connect to out there. But I don't think this is going to be something that's long lasting. Um, I do wonder whether or not Teresi is going to kind of really regret um trying to snitch on on tommy in order to get you know his full immunity thing i think that he will have some type of regret but i don't know see that's the thing the thing is is that he just now knew about this boy it's not like he grew up and you know raised tommy you know even by himself or has that kind of close bond so it's like yeah, he may feel guilty for what he's doing but at the same time he may still do it anyway because he does not have that kind of bond and at the end of the day it is just about him and he's always been selfish in that regard so i don't know if if you know tommy is out of the woods yet in regards to him possibly going back to jail because of his father um, I will say that I did enjoy this episode and their their bonding experience when they went and tortured the guy with the drill. Um, that was interesting to see. Also, him returning back to Lala, that was kind of like a weird, a weird situation. We remember, she kept rejecting him, and now all of a sudden it's like, oh, we're back together again, and she's having dinner with Tasha, and she's smiling and glowing about that. So that relationship to me is still kind of muddled, and I don't know how that's going to play out in the end. Um, but overall, I do. S- I'm kind of worried about Tommy, I and mean, we'll get into this later with the whole Canaan situation. But for now, at this moment, it's it's nice to see him just happy when he was at the dinner table, and even though his mother came in and was very belligerent and tried to say, you know, well, that's my son. And I bet you didn't know that he had an affair. And she's like, yeah, I already knew. And she just didn't care. Remember when she slapped uh, Teresi after like that huge thing. It's like, oh, do you forgive me and that huge speech? But um, I don't think that their relationship is going to end up being happily ever after. I do see Tommy's mother being right about this whole thing in the end. Um, and even though, um, Teresi's wife gave that speech about, you know, you're not going to have anyone left. You you know, you want to turn in Tommy. You're not going to have anyone, essentially. It's going to just be you. Um, I still don't feel that that's enough for him not to turn on Tommy. It needs to be something more. Because like I said before, this is not a lifelong relationship. So we'll see.
2: Yeah, um, i got a couple things to say. Uh, regards to Tommy so firstly like I, I just like I, I don't know if I'm buying how ignorant he is to, to Teresi's like you know digging and trying to find out uh what's going on with him all the time and stuff like that like because it seemed to me like earlier on in the season he was actually pretty paranoid about you know Teresi and uh you know like saying things to him and everything and now all of a sudden he just trusts him you know, even though he keeps asking him all these different questions and stuff, like he still just trusts him blindly, um, and that's a bit weird to me considering that he was kind of like you know paranoid earlier on, but now it's just like he's plain old ignorant Tommy again, um. So that's a bit confusing to me. And with the la la thing, I agree that you know she was a, she was a bit too willing like to get back with him considering that she was reluctant before. Um and what that tells me is that they really want to uh put them back together for for something specific. So I don't know, maybe maybe Lala finds out, you know, um that Teresi is, is trying to snitch, you know. Maybe when she she goes to dinner with them, she she overhears Teresi having a phone call or something, and maybe she's gonna be the one that actually finds out or something like that. Um and I, I do feel like when tommy when tommy does find out that that's the case he's i, I think there's going to be a dramatic scene where he he uh goes to to murder his father and i think that sammy is going to be a part of that scene too i think he's going to be a very important part now whether he's going to help uh Teresi or tommy who knows but i think you know he's probably going to be in the picture at that point you know for some reason so um it's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out. But I, I definitely feel like that's incoming before the end of the season at some point. So uh yeah. Uh interesting things with Tommy. Uh let's move on to Dre. So a few things happened with Dre. Uh he meets with Diego, and of course, you know, last week he he uh he set up the agreement with Jamie that you know Jamie would kill the, the uh Diego Jimenez and um dre would kill jason so um you know dre is actually trying to put this plan into motion he's trying to set things up for jamie and he meets with diego he exchanges some some money with him and then he invites him to you know a a sex party if you will for later that night and i have to say that diego is is like he he must like be a sex addict to to kind of agree to this and not suspect something like like i I don't i don't know like what what this guy's hobbies are or whatever but like he seemed a bit too happy to go to that party but um but yeah so he sets that up and it's actually revealed that uh dre is going to turn on he he wants to turn on jamie you know he um he actually tells two bit that he wants jamie dead after jamie does the deed but little does he know, you know, um, Jamie actually, you know, changes the plan. There's a scene earlier in the episode where, you know, Jamie meets with Kanan and he tells Kanan to do the job. And, you know, we're going to talk about Kanan some more, in a, you know, right after Dre. But, um, you know, later on in the episode, we see Dre show up to kill Jason. And then, uh, you know, J- Jason's already gone because Kanan helps him and everything. Um, and, yeah, so now Dre is kind of, you know, he's he's getting it's getting to the point where he's becoming disposable because you know now Kanan and Jason are going to want to kill uh the other Jimenez, the sister uh, Alicia, and um you know they're going to u- they're probably going to use Dre to get to her. Um, so once that happens, it's like Dre is completely disposable at that point. So, what do you guys think about Dre's moves and you know um how he? He uh, operated in this episode, and you think that his demise might be incoming soon? Uh, go ahead, Dana. You go first.
0: I am muted. I am sorry. Yes, I do. I do not see him lasting very long. We um we said we have like around three more episodes left, and I was surprised that he wasn't taken out um already but I don't see him lasting. He's just causing too much of confusions and troubles. And at the end of the day, he's just really not an important character enough for them to keep on, I feel. So he's going to meet his demise of not in the next episode, definitely by the finale. Or, or another thing maybe he won't and he meet his demise at the at the next season because by them killing dre at this moment remember there's always this confusion with the gun that's going on with the case um and they're trying to find out you know remember when Angela, We'll get into that later screwed up with the whole bullet in the wall thing i think if they jump up and kill dre it might cause more confusion or more, draw more to the case So maybe he won't exactly die this season, but I do see him dying. When I don't know, but he is dying.
2: Interesting. What's what's your thoughts, Rich?
1: So so first off, let me let me respond to something you said about Diego. I just want to make a comment. Yeah, the the character does appear to be a sex addict, but I will say this to quote you, Gary. They have done a hell of a lot more character development with him than they have with Jason. So I'll give him credit for that. Um, So, but yes, to stay on the topic of Dre, um, I feel that Dre is a dead man walking. And when I look at Dre and how they have presented him this season with all the issues going on within his own organization and people turning on him, it reminds me very much of what happened with Tommy. And when he was in his organization and Dre was the one that turned the tables on him. Now, in, in this case, though, yeah, I, I feel that uh, Dre is definitely, definitely going to die. And I do know that the preview clip that we saw of the next episode alluded to that fact once again, where Tommy and Ghost have the conversation of, we got we to gotta kill Dre. So, yeah, I, I would not be surprised if he's taken out before the season is over because – as we'll get into later, it appears that Kanan is going to be the threat that they have to worry about, which is, which was initially the plan from the very beginning, but for some reason they had them all as a team. and We already knew that Kanan was no good, but uh, that's the, the path that they're headed in. But as for Dre, um, yeah, there's a lot going on with this character now. As I said on last week's uh, show, I did not like this uh, team up agreement between him and Jamie because, again, I know that they have ulterior motives, but I was like, I didn't really like how that whole thing went down. Now, obviously, as you already said, Gary, pretty much said in this episode that Dre was planning to turn on ghosts. So that's fine for explanation purposes, but the whole thing of them working together, it just didn't seem realistic from the very beginning when they introduced it last week. So we'll see what happens, but uh yeah, Dre is definitely... Definitely on borrowed time. And and like I said, if it happens next week or within the next couple of weeks, I will not be surprised. Uh, It definitely has to happen, though, because that is how you change the whole story. Because, again, as with what happened with Tommy, uh, when he went through the stuff that he went through, he still was able to survive. So the writers cannot make it the same situation where Dre is able to survive unless they do it a different way. So, We'll just
2: have to wait and see how they handle that. Yeah, like I I don't at this point, I don't see how you could not kill him. You know, either you kill him or he just runs away like he, you know, leaves New York and uh, I don't know, goes to some other country or something like that to hide out. But yeah, um, Dre has to be gone at some point because I I feel like at this point he's not bringing that much to the show with his character progression. So, like you know, it's kind of inevitable like you know he needs to to go at this point and if he doesn't die then it's i think it's just the the story's going to continue being a bit convoluted because um you know there's only so many times you can get him to pair up with jamie again and you know um i mean he started out being an, an enemy and then you know um now that now he's on talking terms with jamie and of course he wants to kill him and it's fake and everything but it's like how many times are you going to do that? If, if you keep this guy alive, then stuff like that is going to keep reoccurring and um, it's going to get tired at some point. So uh, I definitely feel like Dre needs to go. And ideally, I think it should happen before, you know, the end of the season. So like next week even, um, because yeah, I, I just feel like his character is not bringing that much to the show right now.
0: I question, was anyone really surprised that Dre turned on Ghost? I mean, they don't exactly have a peachy keen history. And they just spent, what, last season trying to kill him. And then they opened it with the whole thing of him should have been dead. So I don't, no one should really be surprised by this at all.
2: Yeah. Uh, I know Rich last week said that um, he thinks that, you know, one of them will turn on each other. And yeah, I mean,. Uh, that that turned out to be true but i i just still
0: one when you're already enemies
2: yeah i i just still found the agreement really weird though like even even if they were going to turn on each other i just find it really weird that they're that calm around each other and that you know because at the start of the season it was like oh we are killed kill this dude right away like as soon as possible and it's like now they're standing in front of each other making agreements like it just seemed surreal to me but um well, well yeah. I, uh, oh no, go, go ahead. Go
0: ahead. I thought the downfall of Dre's storyline was when they opened it up and he was at the graveyard and he's like, "I'm. You're not gonna kill me." That right there just seemed, and ever since then, his whole storyline has just plummeted, and his importance to the the show power just plummeted as well. Yeah. So his death I feel would have been more impactful if they went with it originally of him dying in the first episode. If he dies now in the the end, say or even next season, it doesn't have that same impact. It just feels like you're dragging this along. We wanted retribution right then and there. But this is like, oh, and ten ten years later, he finally dies. I just I just don't get it.
2: Yeah. it's, it's- Really weird, and plus, like, nobody likes Stray at the moment. Like, even his own like people, like his own staff, are turning against him. Cristobal doesn't like him. Uh, Diego didn't like him. Like, nobody likes him right now. So it's like, well,
1: it hold on a second. The sister, the sister, likes him.
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess she kind of, you know, flirts that's a little the, bit. But
1: that's the only one. But only when he only because he is bringing money. You know to their organization. That's the only reason that she would like him. Because he's doing his job business wise. Um
2: yeah. I see it as she's kinda of using him, like you know.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. No. Um no one point I was just gonna say real quick, uh no, I I definitely wasn't surprised that uh Dre is intending to turn on ghosts. That's that's not the surprise. My my whole thing is it, it seems like ever since this season started the writers have are going the route of well, let's have all these pair ups, all these these pair ups that you you know you won't necessarily expect to try to make it a strange situation like we like last week we had, uh, of course as they've been building all season Tasha teaming up with Angela, then you had Angela with, with Tommy, so I, I when this happened with Dre and Ghost I figured, okay yes yeah, so that that's what they're doing they're playing musical chairs with the characters having them come to some type of agreement on something or some type of interaction um, other than the person actually getting killed. But like, like y'all both said, hopefully Dre is taken out next week or soon because uh, yeah, his story doesn't, it doesn't really make sense in the grand scheme of things. And now that you know, everybody's plotting against him. Yeah. I think it's, it's only a matter of time before he's taken out.
2: Yeah. Yeah, like, like what you said is, is like so real. Like I, I think like this, this is basically turned into the uh, the crime version of Friends because it's like <laughs> <laughs> like all, all the characters are just having like scenes with each other basically. Like it's like really weird because um, it, it feels like back in the early days of power, if, if two characters cross paths, it would be a big deal or, you know, it would mean something to the story. But now it's like, you know, musical chairs, like you said, just different characters interacting like all the time. And it's really weird. But um but yeah, uh there's it's not much left for Dre, I think. But uh moving on to Kanan. Um Kanan played a big part of this episode. Of course, there was that meeting at the top of the episode with the trio and Jason, and uh Jason puts pres- pressure on everyone to kill the Jimenez. Of course, Jamie already had that plan in motion. And um he actually, you know, it, I found it funny how he just basically pushed the responsibility onto Kanan, you know, so he didn't he didn't even like take any part in it himself. But yeah, he basically gave that responsibility to Kanan. And then um we 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 actually got to learn about what Kanan's actual motivation is. So he wants to take the the jug. The drug trade from from Tommy, you know, he wants to um, he wants to get the get Jason as a connect for himself, you know. Uh, and then we have that scene that Dana referred to, where you know, at, where uh, at near the the end of the episode, where Kanan says he thinks Tommy and Jamie will take each other out at some point. So uh, that suggests that he might try and play them against each other. And of course, he has uh, a, he has a relationship going on with Tariq as well. So he could even use that to, to kind of manipulate the situation a little bit, um. And of course he he has two bit on his side, um. And yeah, so I mean he's in a position of power right now. He's he's maneuvering behind the scenes, you know, away from all the characters. Um, he's probably like one of the only characters who who doesn't always play super friends. I mean, of course he does with Jamie and Tommy a lot of the time, and some of the other crime people, but uh. Yeah, uh, you wouldn't see him in scenes with like Angela or something like that. So he he's always kind of behind the scenes, just doing stuff. Um, and yeah, his character progression is getting pretty interesting, and I want to see where it where it leads to. But what do you guys think of Kanan in this episode? Uh, go ahead, Rich.
1: Yeah, so we'll go ahead and let people know. You know, everybody here knows that you are a Fifty Cent fan, so uh, that you know but i i have to admit yes i really like what they're doing with his character uh with Kanan. so uh kanan is is a snake you know and obviously from the from the start of this season when the super friends teamed up as dana would say it's a little ridiculous you know what what i find interesting and i'm going to mention this later when we get into some of the other characters i just find it very interesting how ghost and Tommy, but especially Ghost is so gullible to just think you can just trust Canaan. You know that this is a guy that you've had encounters with before. You tried to kill him. You came back. Everything is cool. He saved Tariq, but so no, we're good now. We're good. Everything is squashed. You have to understand this guy, he he, he can have his other motivations as well. And I just find it a little ridiculous that Ghost wouldn't think, you know, really shouldn't trust anybody at this point. Yes, you can trust Tommy because Tommy is considered family. I don't know if you should consider Kanan family because of the history that y'all both have. So that is a little ridiculous that he doesn't trust that. And, of course, when, 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 as we will find out in the next couple episodes, I would assume, when Kanan does finally show his hand and turns on these guys, I'm very curious to see what the reaction is that both Ghost and Tommy are going to have. But, um, yes, up until this point... Uh, Cannon is playing a game of chess and absolutely winning. You know, he's turned ghosts, ghosts and, and, and Tommy are, they, 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 they're stuff that they didn't communicate with each other. So obviously they both have different things going on that are going to conflict with each other later. Um, you've taken Tariq under your wing after both ghosts and Tommy said, don't, don't, don't talk to Karik, Tariq. Don't do nothing with him. Don't hang out with him. Nothing. And Tariq is slowly becoming uh, Ghost 2.0, as we already alluded to on a couple of episodes already. So, yeah, Kanan is playing the long game. And then, of course, he did say earlier this season that he was planning to take control of the organization. You know, as you said, Gary, yes, now we know his full motivation is to get Jason involved, take all that business, and cut Tommy out, which is, yeah, we got a, a firm understanding of that now. But the fact that he has been able to turn. Dre's guys against him. It's just, you know, like I said, Dre is on borrowed time. Like I said, if something doesn't happen next week, it's going to happen soon. But uh, you have to give Kanan props because he has slowly been plotting, you know, getting people to to have conflict with each other, and and it's finally going to come to a head by the end of the season. But, yeah, I, I, I think I'm very interested in what they're doing with Kanan. I still want to see what happens with this whole reveal at the end of the season. If Kanan does reveal anything having to do with Tariq, you know, and who his father is. uh, Yes. Even though that myth has been debunked, let's see what happens at the end of the season. But yeah, I like what they're doing with Kanan so far.
2: Yeah. And it, it feels like he's grooming Tariq, you know, to, uh, to, you know, maybe be part of whatever he's planning. You know, like maybe we'll see if Kanan succeeds and takes control of the the drugs and everything, maybe we'll see T- Tariq actually be part of his organization. And then, you know, that would cause a lot of uh uh interesting conflict between, you know, Tariq, Kanan, and Jamie next season, potentially, depending on how things play out. Um So, yeah, I mean, there's so many interesting ways that this can go at this point. But
1: this uh, I'm sorry, just one point I want to say real quick before you go to Dana. I Uh think I think you hit it on the head, what you just said, because remember how Ghost was working with Sean and because they were together, Sean, you know, became a little bit more professional, was trying to be like Ghost almost in how he handled himself business wise. So yeah, this is how Kanan gets back and goes. Take his son and turn him over into the lifestyle that we're all accustomed to. So yeah, I think you hit it on the head, but uh I don't want to interrupt you, that's all I was saying.
2: Uh yeah, yeah, for sure. Like that I, I can see that parallel there with Sean and everything. Um and yeah, uh, what was I gonna say? Um I can't remember, but yeah, uh Kanan. His progression is very interesting right now. Dana, what's your thoughts?
0: Super Friends. Now with Boy Wonder. (laughs) Uh, This was this. I loved this storyline with him. Remember, he revealed his hand earlier. He just didn't say what he wanted to do. He did say that he wanted to turn Tommy and uh, Ghost against each other. This is the first time that we're hearing about him wanting to take over Tommy's his spot, his, his drug spot thing, connection. Um, and I like his progression because he's, he plays right along, you know, he has the conversations and he's joking around with them. But meanwhile, while they're dealing with their own little storylines of, you know, I don't know if my father is real or, you know, and the other one with the whole gun situation, Um, Kanan is in the back working on his own stuff and he isn't saying anything, but what we got this episode I loved so much was him with Tariq and we saw all of this foreshadowing of Tariq slowly stepping into his father's place in his father's role. We saw the whole thing and it started with, remember the the boy was at school and the white kid came up and he was like really excited to see pills and he was like, yay, you're selling these? And he's like, "No, I'm not selling them." And remember, he texted him. And he was like, "You can make a lot of money," and he got overly excited. That right there, I felt like is overshadowing Tariq's slowly becoming in and slowly becoming part of this whole drug thing. And the fact that uh, Fifty Cent picked him up, and then they had this whole conversation while playing chess about. You know how to take down the enemy. How to watch your back. The sneak attack. And then when he showed up, when he took him to that white guy's house uh, in order to get his money. And remember how he he was hitting him, and then, you know he showed him how to beat him up. And they had this weird little bonding experience with each other. And then remember they they basically he called him his son. He take that as you will. I'm already I'm still sticking to the theory that that's his actual son, but. Um, I see 50 Cent taking a much larger role um, in the next season. I do see him and his uh, storyline growing. I want to see, and I do kind of see him being able to take over Tommy's spot. And I think that is because both Ghost and uh, Tommy are distracted right now. And by them being distracted with their own problems, it, this is going to be more impactful for for, 50, for uh, Kanan when he's able to take over. Now, I don't think that they'll realize what's fully happening until it's way too late. And so that reaction should be interesting. But if you listen to you know, what they were saying in the previous episodes, he wants Tommy and goes to take each other out. He doesn't want to be found as like, you know, reveal itself saying it was me all along. He doesn't want that. He wants it to be like the sneaker things where they just come in and take each other out and he's able to get Tommy's spot. So I think that it's going to be very interesting how this plays out. I would like to see how this is further strategized. I think that Tariq is going to be very much involved in this right now remember he does not like his father he does not like his mother uh so remember he kept not declining all of the calls during the whole episode so i do feel that he is going to be able to use Tariq against him and it may end up being that i'm still sticking to him that being being his son so it may also end up being like a double backstab with yes i stole your spot and i stole your son but technically i stole my son because it was never your son and then tasha's all like i don't know so i think this is going to be very interesting how this plays out i'm saying interesting a lot i apologize but i'm excited for this
2: yeah yeah it's definitely going to be exciting to see how it all plays out um what I was going to say earlier was i don't understand how jamie and like i mean tommy's already shown he, he kind of doesn't trust him all the way but jamie like he trusts him a little too much considering what happened last season with kanan kidnapping Tariq and everything like that or you know um, manipulating him or whatever um and of course he did end up saving him you know uh, when jukebox was going to kill him and everything but just because he he saved them in that instance like why would you still trust Kanan knowing that you know this 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 guy took your son and you've had issues with him before like i feel like jamie's putting a lot of trust into this guy um d- despite what's happened in the past between them um and you know that's kind of a bit weird to me as well um but yeah i mean as for Kanan, you know as for uh, jamie and and tommy taking each other out I think one of the ways that this could could you know be sparked is we we've seen Tommy having a lot of scenes with Angela lately. Maybe Kanan, you know, um is is following Tommy one time and he sees that you know Tommy is talking with Angela or something, or you know, uh, visiting her at our apartment or something, and maybe he relay relays this information to Jamie and Jamie thinks something is going on and you know that might set him off to to go and do something to to tommy so uh you know that might be one way that he tries to manipulate that situation um who knows i'm just i just can't wait to see you know what like the full circle of of this character and where it's going um but yeah uh moving on to angela uh so yeah i mean it, it feels like her time is quickly running out Um, because there's there's so much like that her her colleagues really want her gone at this point Uh, we see mark mark and Sachs there you know they're trying to get to resi to give up dirt on angela they're trying to get proctor to give up dirt on angela uh and yeah they're just super desperate to you know kind of uh finally bust her basically and angela is is of course aware of this now after talking to her colleague and her superior and everything uh, there's that scene where she talks to Jerry and Jerry tells her to, to watch her six because she has no friends in the office. Um, so, yeah, it seems like she's ready to make some serious moves. Um, and we see her have a scene with that that guy that she slept with, you know, a couple of weeks back. And, uh, you know, he she asks him for a job in his organization. And, you know, he says uh, the only thing that's available is a job in D.C., uh, and then later on she offers this to mock uh she says you know if you if you take this you know um I think it will be good for you blah 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 so we don't know what's gonna happen there but before that happens, she has a scene with tommy and i f- I found this super interesting um because tommy you know when he when he shows up in her car um she actually alludes to the fact that she would be okay with planning the murder of John mock like She actually alludes to that. And I found that scene like super interesting because that's like a full turn for this character. Like there's no there's no coming back for her. That's irredeemable. You know, if if she goes like that's her basically turning to the dark side right there. And it always seemed like, yeah, she was, you know, she kind of she did a a few little dirty things here and there just because she was in love with Jamie but this season it's like she's she's full on breaking bad at this point like she's really turning to the dark side and she's actually becoming a criminal you know bit by bit so um that's what I'm finding interesting about her character and it it's kind of setting up my uh ideal vision for the show moving forward which is her and Jamie becoming like a power couple that's able to manipulate everything from the legal side and the street side like that's what I really want to see but I don't know if if that's where they're leading to, but uh, yeah, there's definitely a change in Angela's character right now. So I want to ask you guys what you think. Um, And I'm going to start with you, Dana, because I know you're, you know, you're not the biggest Angela fan and you know, me and you butt heads on that sometimes, but what's your thoughts on Angela in this episode?
0: Oh, Angela. So sad. Nobody loves her. Nobody wants her. And it's complicated with Jamie right now. Um, I do see her going to DC because the only other option is prison. No one wants to, to help her, it seems like. And they remember how they gave this speech where John was like, oh, I can't wait. No, not John, it was the other guy in the room was like, I can't wait to see her indicted. It's getting me all hot when they come in and arrest her. So yeah, she doesn't have any friends. And when she went to Terry, right? When she went to Terry, he was just basically, I don't know you. And, you know, I'm not saying anything. I don't know you. Just leave. I'm going to ignore you. And, and so she just doesn't have anything left. And the thing that she kind of seems to have is Jamie. But Jamie right now is, is facing his own situations where he's trying to avoid jail. So the best thing for her is to go fully dark and to just go to D.C., And we still don't even know what it would be doing in D.C. Because remember, it was like, you don't even know what I do. And she's like, I don't care. So going to D.C. would be the best thing. But for me personally, what I would love to see is to watch her her own downfall. And for her to be indicted and to just rot in prison. Yay.
2: Yeah. Uh, What would you think, Rich? All right, so this
1: is the part where I do have a few complaints. Now, let me start off first and say, yeah, I I, I agree. I, I really much am enjoying the story that they're showing with Angela, her downfall, and the fact that she's making a, you know, a character turn. Um, let's first address the situation with Mark. Uh So, the conversation she had with Tommy. I also agree with you, Gary. That was an excellent scene. A very Disappointment scene, I would say, in the whole episode, because that shows you that this character is capable of doing, of, of now, we already knew that she would go above and beyond to get a job done, but now she's willing to get really, really, really dark and grim with her way to solve a problem. Now, the issue I have with this is, obviously, she spoke with that guy, and he said, yeah, about the, about the DC job, and then she presented that offer to Mock. Now, we don't know how that's going to play out, but I I will say this right now. I have an issue with that because think about it. That guy offered her that position in D.C., and that's possibly because he thinks that she would take it. And, of course, he is still very much interested in her. So if she gives that position to John Mock, what's going to stop that guy from saying, oh, well, this is not who I wanted the job for. So just don't then he, he 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 takes him out of that job. And then we're right back to square one, where John Mock is once again going to go after Angela. Also, the other thing that is worth worth noting is that they are looking for a reason to lock up Angela. How could how could Mock or Sachs, for that matter, not look at this as Angela knows something? She's trying to cover up something. This is why she's trying to get Mock out of the picture. How could they not look at that and say, "Well, hold on a second, she, it, it, is this a bribery that she's doing here?" So. Obviously, I'll give the writers benefit of the doubt because we don't know if that's going to be something that they reveal later next week that they do suspect she is trying to bribe him, which is why she's trying to push him out. We'll find out about that. But that right there definitely needs to be explained because I thought to myself, we know John Mock is a very annoying character. As I said last week, this is a character that, but he you have to give him credit. He will do whatever he needs to do to take down the bad guys. So I think... This is a threat that you have to take out if I was Angela. Uh, and I think that she may revisit that later if she needs to revisit it, but it might be too late by that time. But, I mean, we have to see how that plays out. The other point I want to make real quick about the other complaint I have is that after we saw what happened last week, and I know we had some people in the in the comment section that was complaining about the fact that they said, oh, we have this tape file, and then all of a sudden they have – Sachs look at the file and the other file and say, "Wait, hold on. That whole thing with that whole gun ballistics thing, I, yeah, that that possibly needs to be explained a little bit more for the sake of clarity." But the issue I have moving forward is now that you suspect that Angela is a suspect and is a part of this whole crime thing that started up, you know, with, with ghosts. Why would you not have somebody have surveillance on Angela? The, the issue I have with how they're doing this is that. You see how many times Tasha has come over to the house. How many times Ghost has come over to the house, and then the fact that Tommy is also with Angela, but yet there's nobody watching Angela, and she's such a threat. If you catch her with any one of those people, then you know something is up, and then that's your evidence. So I don't understand why they're they're making it like, oh well, we suspect we suspect that she's doing something, but we're not going to submit, we're not going to watch her, we're going to let her hang herself, which is fine. But I just think it's a little ridiculous how you make it seem it's so easy. Ghost shows up, Tasha shows up, and no one is concerned about the police actually watching Angela at this point to see what's going on with where she's living, where she's at, and who she's
0: around. I think that's a little ridiculous. But I think we have that because remember they threw down a picture. Yeah, they, they yeah they, they had the picture. Yeah, but there,
1: there was no one there was no one in that picture. It was just her.
0: They have something. I just don't think that they're showing their hand yet to the audience. I just I do think they have surveillance on her because they want her to be indicted so badly that that would easily be you know step number one.
1: Yes mm-hmm. we'll, 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 we'll have to see we'll have to see that uh, play out in the next couple episodes. I'm expecting to definitely see that they have something somebody watching something because because when we saw the preview for next week, they were still having a discussion about well, how we, we got to take Angela down. She is connected to all of this, so that was That's what makes me believe they don't have any of this stuff. So we have to see, obviously, how they play things out over the next couple episodes.
2: Yeah, but, that, that, that uh that same scene you're talking about in the preview that I feel like that's happened every episode this season.
1: Yes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Absolutely. Um, so I, I, I will say this. I will give the writers the benefit of the doubt. Let's see what happens in the next couple episodes. But, but yeah, some of that stuff absolutely positively needs to be explained. But I do like showing what's going on with Angela. And I really like the conversation she had with Jamie when she said it's kind of like, you know, you and I have switched places. Now I'm the dirty one and you're clean, even though we know Jamie ain't all the way clean. But I like how they made that comparison because I see what the writers are trying to do. But let's see how they execute on the rest of this. Because uh, some stuff that definitely should be explained further.
0: I also really quick just kind of love the dynamic between Jamie and um, Tasha with uh, Angela, and especially during that scene we'll get to later with Tasha's storyline. But remember the whole scene with Angela sitting at back at the house with Jamie and Tasha just bursting in on it on them. It's like this weird dynamic that they have. Well, you don't know exactly who's in power in that situation because it's weird because you have Tasha going to Angela for basically advice and help for the case with the whole gun. And then at the same time, you have Angela going to Jamie saying, I need you. Come help me, please. Both in her personal life and in her career, the police thing. So it's just a really weird dynamic. And then also at the same time. You have Angela, not Angela, you have Tasha still kind of hating Jamie. So it's like their feelings for each other is just not there anymore. But basically they're still turning to advice for the woman that broke up their marriage. So it's like a weird dynamic. I like how they have it play.
1: I agree.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that is a... A weird dynamic, but, um, Rich, one thing you said, um, uh, was it, uh, damn, I lost my train of thought right there. Uh, what was it? Was
1: this a complaint?
2: No, there was something you said about Angela that I was going to make a point about.
1: Uh, the the conversation with ghosts.
2: Uh, no, uh,
1: pretty Uh, sure it'll come come back
2: to you. Yeah, it'll come to me. But, um, yeah, any final thoughts about her before? Because I am going to, like, touch on that scene Dana was talking about with the trio. Um, I'm going to get to that next. But any final thoughts on Angela?
0: Does Angela have a copy of everyone's house keys? Because I'm kind (laughs) of (laughs) confused. She's just like, hello, I'm home. It's just weird.
2: Like, her house is like Starbucks. Like, everyone shows up there, like...
0: (laughs) Yeah. she's just been in every everyone else's home it's like just an open door policy with everyone it's weird because it's like oh everyone has a threat against their life but their door is just wide open
2: yeah yeah oh what i was gonna say is um yeah the, the whole thing with offering john mark that job uh that is a bit weird that you know the guy offered it to her and she's trying to offer it to him um, I'm ge- I'm guessing she's going to try and butter him up somehow, you know, like to to, to give it to Mock instead if he agrees. But um, I do think that that's a stupid plan anyway, because uh, that's just like a temporary Band-Aid, you know, over the problem. Like, because the, the fact is still going to remain, you know, Sax is going to be there still. And um, they're, like, they're still going to know that she's dirty and this could still come back to haunt her at any point. So the problem isn't going to go away. You know, and you also have a uh, Rodrigo Rodriguez as well, the um, you know, the internal affairs investigator. So she could stir the pot still as well at any point. So sending away John Mock isn't gonna, you know, patch things up for her. So I, I don't understand, you know, that plan in particular.
1: Uh, b- based off of what you said earlier about them becoming a power couple, a hey, it's very likely that you know by the end of the season. She just tell Jamie, I need you to kill these guys. <laughs> and then ja- Jamie does it, and that's it. And then at the end, it is established, because I guess the people will be shocked. But no, I, they won't, because the way they're building Angela now, yeah, she's she's corrupt now. So we'll see.
0: There'll be a power couple in jail. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it'll end. But also really quick remember how she went to the guy and the guy was like i have you know the dc but he the dc job and you have to move to dc and he didn't really explain what the job was it was more like i don't care i just need some place to go i still don't know his motive so maybe he he is gathering intel on her as well so say for example she does take that job in dc it's to also to help the case against angela her trying to escape. So I think he plays some type of part in all of this.
1: That's very possible. You already see, seen that he, yeah, he, he definitely will turn on somebody quick.
0: Right. And he already knows that Angela is in trouble because remember he was the one who isn't, I guess, remember that scene where he came in and I guess he was like in charge of the whole investigation. Yeah. A couple episodes ago so he knows that she's dirty he knows all of the intel and by her still trying to butter up to him is not exactly something that can work in her favor i feel in the long run i think it's going to do more harm than good so that conversation that they had could easily backfire and lead to her downfall as well
2: yeah yeah i agree and one more thing I want to say is because it seems like a reoccurring thing in power is you know the the way that these people like to solve problems is by killing someone, but it's like the more that happens, the more problems they're going to create. And you know the the current problem that she's in is because of a murder. So it's like how how would murder solve the problem? It's just gonna it's just gonna create more because then eventually people are gonna you know um they're gonna like follow the all the evidence and the clues towards that new murder that that occurs so if you kill john mock for example you think that that's going to be a low priority case is like they're going to be investigating you know that until they figure out what the hell go go like went on and, and they're going to find a lead eventually so yeah that that's that's something that you know it, it's a bit of a an extreme for angela to go to because she like as an as a fed herself she knows the extent of that they're going to go to to find out what happened you know so um i don't know and i guess they were talking about they were going to make it look like an accident or something but
0: that doesn't even make any sense it draws too much attention like all of a sudden he's randomly dead yeah (laughs) it doesn't i just i just don't get that that's that's just too weird
1: that, yeah. that, 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 that 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 I guess that'll be Fast and Furious all over again. It's that same character getting
0: killed. <laughs> you know, I just realized that. I was like, he looks so familiar. <laughs> watched him for years. Fast and Furious. Yeah. He yeah. aged nicely, so good for him. Oh well, yeah. But yeah, he always dies in all of the movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Rest his character.
2: Yeah. Okay. So um, I'm gonna include Jamie and Tasha in uh, as one because, like, a lot of their, their uh you know plot points are linked together during this episode. So um, you know we, we see Tasha telling Silver that uh, Tariq killed Ray Ray, and uh, Terry says that you know um, that he should Tariq should turn himself in, and Tasha uses her puppy eyes to to get him to agree to lie, basically. Uh, and then, you know, uh, later on in the episode, we see some things happen with Tate and Jamie. Um, Tate actually tries to fire Jamie, um, you know, once Jamie confronts him about becoming the governor and everything. Like, as he's running for governor, we we don't even know how Jamie found that out, to be honest, because I think that happened off screen. But I guess Jamie finds out that he's running for, for governor somehow. And then, you know, uh, Jamie brings it up and then he fires him. Uh, but then later on, he finds out some dirt on Tate. You know, he, he brings in one of the people that um, Tate works with to, you know, I guess he's trying to, like, leverage himself and get, you know, get some sort of control in, you know, the, uh, the project and everything. And the guy lets slip that Tate is skimming money from the project and everything like that. So uh, Jamie records that and then he plays it to Tate later on. And you know now he has Tate where he wants him, and he tells him to continue campaigning. And um, this is why you know it, it's going to be really good if if the whole power couple thing does come about, because if they have a governor in their pocket, that's a big deal too. So, um, so yeah, he has Tate in you know where he wants him basically, and he's in a position of power now with that friendship or relationship or whatever it is, partnership, if you will. Um, and then later on, we see Jamie meeting with Silver, and he puts pressure on him to back up wherever you know Tasha, Tasha's story is, um, which is a really weird scene because it's like, I don't know like why, why he would have even done that. Like well, there was like no point in doing that at all. And I guess that's what spooked Terry Silver to just disappear, because later on, we see Tasha turn up to his apartment and he's completely gone and she finds a subpoena. Um, you know, and like his whole apartment is just clear cleared out, like, you know. Um, so that that was interesting. Um and then uh yeah, so at the end of the episode is it's the trio, and then like Tasha rushes in. She she uh tells Angela and um Jamie that you know Terry has disappeared and you know now now they're not gonna you know be able to control his him testifying or whatever he's going to say about the situation. Um, So the last trump card that Tasha has is the actual murder weapon. She still has it. And, uh, you know, I guess she plans to turn herself in and say that it was her that killed Ray Ray. Uh, And then James is basically like, no, I'm going to do it instead. You know, I'm going to be the one to take the fall. And that's how the show ends. It was a bit of an abrupt ending, to be honest, but um yeah what did you guys think of that ending go ahead dana
0: i thought that the whole tasha storyline was the funniest thing ever and i legit thought that silver was robbed at first i was so confused but um starting with 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 uh tasha um it's a very unfortunate situation but you can't sit around and try to blackmail someone to I think he was blackmailed. I think whatever it is that they did, they did off camera to spook, um, Silver into testifying, because no man is going to just up and just ghost you like that. So, that right there was just hilarious into itself. But the whole, um, Tate storyline also, I like this character. He is just downright dirty and greedy and he reminds me of just like those terrible salesmen This, just oily and you know he's no good but he's very interesting in his whole thing and the fact that he was he's been trying to get rid of jamie for a while and jamie you know his own downfall was when he got drunk in the, the nightclub that one time and started to try to fight people but i think that this is a very good storyline for him. He's stuck now with Ghost. I don't see, well, you already talked about Dre, so the whole thing, Dre's not on the case with him anymore. But their dynamic is going to be really interesting. And I like the fact that, for once, Tate is the one that's being blackmailed because he easily looks like the guy who will blackmail you first. So that's a really nice um, switch with with things with their dynamic between them right there and i didn't really feel like he was trying to when he got the other guy to tell him that he was skimming money off the top that guy seemed like he was way too excited to start explaining that he was like oh you didn't know well let me explain it to you he's taking money so that right there i think he wanted to tell and i think you know that came very conveniently to him that information. Him taping it, I just didn't I didn't see that coming. That was a little bit surprised, so I like that he was able to tape it and use that as blackmail. Um, so I think just, you know, for the time being, he's, he's stuck with him. And also remember, the Tate character has a spinoff, so it's going to be really fun to see how their relationship plays out, or maybe as he's governor, he kind of fades out with the storyline, and we just get that spinoff storyline. Um, but the Tasha thing as well, that whole dynamic, her wanting to take the fall and then Jamie was like, no, I'm Captain save I'll do it instead. So it'll be interesting to see how, how that plays out and who ends up taking the blame for that. I think, again, this is when Angela comes into the picture. But the whole thing with Tasha, remember when she was being questioned, how... Even she didn't know whether or not to believe Angela. Remember how they was going What? oh, um, Angela was trying to get, was trying to frame the murder on you because ghosts really killed them and so they can run away together in the sunset while you're taking the blame. And then it went down to the, Angela was the one who found the bullet and the bullet in the wall was the one that traced it back to your gun. If she never opened her mouth, then, you know, you wouldn't be in this predicament right now. So she doesn't really trust Angela. So while she is saying, I'll take the fall, I think she may end up taking that case, but somehow not blaming Jamie for the murder, but pinning it all on Angela. So that will be fun to see how that plays out. But I think that she somehow wants to get retribution against Angela because she, in her mind, really thinks that Angela was the one who set her up to take the fall. She knows that Jamie didn't kill her son, but she, the way how it was twisted and how they filmed it where they went with the flashbacks of her coming and meeting Tasha all those times and her by the car, I do think that um, Angela's fall could also be because of Tasha. So I like to see how that plays out. But I think they incorporated that scene. They put that distrust with Angela for a reason. Because remember, she was trusting her and going every word that she told her to say. Remember they was having the meetings in the coffee shop. And she was, you know, they even when they showed her in the, inve- in, in the interrogation room, uh, they had the flashbacks of her telling her what to say. And she was saying exactly what to say and what to prepare for. So by that by them saying that Angela was the one who probably framed you guys and all these and the whole thing with the bullet in the wall that may end up having her thinking twice about this whole thing. And she's angry. And when women get angry, they do things. So who knows? I don't think it's going to be a revenge for the whole thing with Jamie that I think is done and over with, but it also could be Angela right now is she thinks is, is framing her also, Silver just bounced, so she doesn't really have anyone anymore. So she just may end up turning. We'll see how that plays out.
2: Yeah, interesting thoughts there. What, what do you think, Rich? Uh,
1: so first and foremost, I, I have to say this. I uh, was not expecting Thanos to make an appearance on Power this week. Because with the snap of a finger, Terry and all and everything of Terry's was gone. So that 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 was a little yeah. Because I mean, he bounced. He, it was quick, and I laughed because last week we they had that whole discussion where you know Tasha's telling ghosts, "Yeah, Terry loved me more than you've ever loved me," and yet you've only known Terry for a short period of time. So yeah, we we, we, we you know you you said last week, Gary, you know, it was probably. You know we know how terry's character is we saw what he did with proctor so yeah him ultimately making that decision because he was forced you know now now that's the thing that i think is going to be a fair question to ask is it all because ghosts came to him and and pushed on him further or was he already going to do that i mean i have no idea um but i definitely think jamie pressured him further by because again he kept saying, Tasha kept saying, oh, I'm not doing this for Ghost. I'm trying to pr- protect Tariq. But he knows that also this would benefit Ghost as well. So this is why he said, no, I'm not going to be a part of this. So Tasha's uh, situation is very unfortunate. But uh, she does has, uh, have options. You know, she can go along with Blanco's plan to say that, you know, Angela and Ghost, that they both played a role in this. And she can get immunity that way. Um, or she could decide to turn herself in. Now, one thing I do want to say is because we've already seen the writers put Ghost in jail, I don't really think they're going to go the same path with, with that this time. Now, they can. Now, obviously, as as uh, Dana already said earlier, you could send the power couple to jail. That would be different because, yeah, they both end up in jail. But for some reason, I don't think they're going to say because we've already seen Ghost put in jail, how depressed he was, how out of luck the character was. So I don't know if they're going to go that route again. I I do think if you have Angela go in there or Tasha for that matter, that'll be interesting. But then that's also going to be tied to Tariq's story because he is the one that was, you know, obviously he didn't want his mom to do that. He said he was willing to, to confess to say he did it. So obviously if Tasha does end up going to jail, He's going to look at that as, well, Ghost, my father didn't stop this from happening. So now he has even more resentment towards his father. So I do think whatever happens with that decision is going to definitely come right back to Tariq. And that's also going to feed into how he is acting out right now. But um, which path they go, they have a lot of different paths that they can take. But uh, we have to see how that plays out. And one thing I will add very quickly about Ghost... Uh, I was very glad to see the scene where he put Tate in his place, black. You know, getting back at Tate. But I will say this: if Tate is going to have a spinoff show, you have to know that this character. I believe this is going to still be a back and forth with these with these two guys because Jamie is not all you know safe at all. He has all this other stuff going on, and you know, Tate can very easily now come back at him on something. So we have to wait to see how it all plays out. But um. Yeah, I would say there's a lot of interesting stuff going on with both Ghost and Tasha. And I'll be very curious to see which path did they take. I just want to say one thing to Stars. Now that Terry is gone, his ass needs to stay gone. I don't want to have a scene, like a dramatic scene, where he just comes back and there's a lot of tears and stuff. No, I I just couldn't let you go down. No, they better not do that. Although Mm -hmm. Although I do see that if Tasha does go away to jail then he could come back at Jamie and use that as motivation to take Jamie down. So we got to see how that is all going to play out. But I just hope if they're going to bring him back, let's not go the cliche route, but I would, I would prefer he doesn't come back at all, but we'll have to see what the writers have planned.
0: But it's great. book ends If he, she does go to jail, because it's like he went to jail. Now it's her turn.
1: Yes. Yes, absolutely. And, he went to jail
0: for, he didn't do right was that's, it
1: that's correct that's correct
0: and so tasha boom jail for something she didn't do that's great i'm for it go to jail and then, everyone and, goes to
1: jail. and then and then what will happen is terry will come back and say you know what all that stuff that i said about representing mr st patrick there's a lot of stuff you need to know about him and now but that but that would also put him in trouble as well though since he lied under oath so i don't know how they would handle that
2: well, one thing's for certain: Terry Silver had you haul on speed dial <laughs> He got go out of there quick, man. But um, yeah, like I, I, I definitely, I think Tasha should take the rap because I, I feel like that will build more tension for everyone. Um, you know, Jamie, of course, you know, like Rich said, we've already seen him in in that situation in prison and everything. Um, so I don't think they would go with that direction again until maybe like the end of the show period kind of thing, like the finale. Um I, I think it it makes more sense to have Tasha take the rap, and then that could build more tension between Jamie and Tariq, because maybe Tariq will blame Jamie for 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 getting her, you know, um locked up and everything. And that creates more friction between them. Um and, but I do feel like inevitably if Tasha does come out I think it's going to be because somewhere along the line they figure out that Tariq was actually the one that did it so maybe what happens is next season uh, Tariq and Kanan become so out of control that maybe Jamie thinks you know what I think it's about time he, he goes to jail like you know I, I don't want to kill my son so maybe he just needs to, to go to jail right now so no he-
0: it's it's a big thing. That's not your son. That's really my son. Shoot out. Tariq dies. I'm for it. I'm all yeah. for it. So well, in, my, in my perfect world, I would not have Tasha take the fall. In a perfect world, I would have Tariq take the fall because throughout this whole show, he's needed a scared straight program. And what better way than to actually go to jail?
2: Exactly. So that, that's, that, that's, that's, th- that's my thinking. Like maybe Jamie, maybe that's the decision Jamie makes next season. You know, maybe Tasha takes the rap, but then um, you know, he, he like Tariq is so out of control with Kanan that he's like, you know what? I'll just get Angela to, you know, plant, like um discover some evidence or something that, that shows that Tariq was actually the one that did the murder. And then voila then he's in prison and Tasha's out. So maybe that's something that might happen.
0: Ah, uh, that's true. That that could happen like mid-season because right now I see him being distracted with Kanan and also he's going to have his little pill popping drug business on the side.
2: Yeah. I think the pill popping business is temporary. I think he's going to like leave school and but- like actually be in Kanan's drug organization by the end of the season.
0: Yeah, yeah, but he can still do his little pill popping thing too, like that's like the, the little baby steps to becoming a drug lord. Here's some yeah. ecstasy pills, then soon he's pushing heroin. Yeah, sorry,
2: sure. but yeah, the, I mean, there's so many interesting di- directions it can go. You know, um, I, I don't, I don't, I really don't want to see Angela behind bars. Like, I feel like the show is more interesting with her outside um but that's just me you know i i know other people feel differently but yeah i, I think that's probably the best scenario is to, to have tasha take the rap um or you know or even maybe Tariq, you know maybe they'll put Tariq in the, at the end of the season maybe that's the big uh plot twist or the big wow moment but um Yeah, I don't know. So many different directions it can go. But before we get out of here, are there any final thoughts or anything else from the episode that you guys want to bring up?
1: Yeah, I do want to make a quick comment. Um, I'm very interested to see what's about to happen with Proctor. Uh, One thing about this episode that I admit that I did not like is that now we do know that he is basically going to try and get information on Angela so that he is totally clear. But yet, you know, because it starts out with him having a conversation with Saxon like, oh, yeah, just I can make two phone calls and you'll be a lawyer again. And by the end of the episode, he says, oh, I'm a lawyer again. But I thought the agreement was first you help us take down Angela, then we will help you. So I thought that was maybe a little bit too fast. But obviously, now that he has done that, he is in debt to them and he's going to be somebody who they're going to be trying to rely because you saw in this episode he asked tommy for information as well so i'm curious to to know how they're going to handle that because he pretty much is it now this is somebody who you got to worry about you know obviously mm-hmm. so we'll see how that
2: goes now what happened was um because first uh sack said um yeah, if you give us give us the information then i'll, I'll make the phone call But then uh, Proctor was like, how about you make the phone call first and then I'll get the information. And then Sachs actually made the phone call. So that's uh, so I guess it's assumed that, you know, whatever miracle phone call that was, you know, that reinstated Proctor right away. So
1: so 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 now Proctor and Teresi owe it to these guys to give them all the information they need. So this is a very, very dangerous situation moving forward.
2: Yep, and, and don't forget, Proctor still has that laptop with with all the, the incriminating stuff.
1: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So
0: and uh, can I just say really quickly how tacky it was how he handled the, I guess baby mama, in the drama by by trying to put the coke in with the alimony check. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <I> feel like <laughs> amazing is that. I thought it was gonna be one of those things where the 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 thing is riddled with coke. And then she gets, you know, found with coke later on, or he just slips it in there, and she doesn't know. But that whole thing was just tacky.
2: That that, that was an asshole move, though, because he knows she's going to rehab, so it's like, why would you, like...
0: She ended her- the, literally at the A-meeting, and he's like, here's some coke. No, so-
1: he, 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 no, he he just figured she was going to see that and all of a sudden leave the meeting. No! <laughs> I, got, I, I, I gotta get my fix right now. To hell with this meeting. That's what he thought. I guess. Yeah, it
0: was very, very, very bad, very, very bad move. <laughs> so, so yeah, I was just confused by that whole situation. So he also has um, to worry about the child support. The not the child the child support, the custody battle that's going on. So he has a lot he's dealing with right now. But you, you know, just be smarter. Don't just put the bag of coke in there with the money and be like surprise. <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah, that was a but
0: good for throwing it back at him. That was a good move.
2: Yeah, man. Um, as I keep saying, this this season has so many threads. Like, there's so many different, you know, plot points and everything. And uh, I just, I just really want to see how they, you know, bring it all together. I I feel like a few people need to die because it's like there's just too much going on right now. And I want to see them just simplify things again, so that next season we can have more of a straightforward kind of story. That's, you know, I mean, it doesn't have to be easy to follow, but like, you know, it just it, it needs to be more seamless. You know, I I feel like it's going too many different directions right now, and that's kind of hurting the progression of the actual characters themselves. You know, so um, I'm interested to see how they're going to tie everything up in in this season, and and hopefully it sets up a really good. Uh, season six. So, we'll 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 study these next three episodes very closely just to, to see what happens. But um, yeah. Any any more final thoughts before we end off?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. The final thing I will say is to just to go along with what you say. Yeah, I definitely expect some depths. I expect Angela to do a full heel turn. By the end of the season, like I mean, a full like killing people, everything. Yeah, I expect that to happen. Oh. And, and Tommy will probably kill his dad, to say, just like he killed his girlfriend, which is which will be a, he would have take a very emo, a huge emotional toll on him. But yeah, whatever happens, I agree with you one hundred percent. Some people need to die. So hopefully, the writers have some stuff planned for the next three episodes. But we'll see what happens.
0: They all die. Everyone <laughs> dies. <laughs> He and... <laughs> but yeah i agree people need to start dropping dead pretty
2: soon no i think what happens is uh you know like because because richard brought up thanos earlier i think what happens is this season leads to the point where thanos actually clicks his fingers and then half the cast dies <laughs> So, yeah that's possible yeah but yeah uh, thanks for listening people definitely leave your comments and your thoughts and theories in the comments below uh definitely want to hear what you know some of the people got to say like N- nelly Mack and angel wood you know i can't wait to see what they think of this episode and what they think is going to happen next because you know they always go into into detail and you know they got great memories too they remember like everything that happened before and stuff so can't wait to hear what they say but um Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, we'll be back next week with a recap of episode eight. So, um, yeah, definitely look out for that. Make sure you check out the coalition.com. That's coalition with a K. Check out some of the other entertainment and, you know, gaming stuff we have over there. And, you know, just check out the YouTube channel as well. Um, and until next time, we'll be saying peace out. See you.
1: So.